Hello, welcome to the Athletic Nerd Podcast with your host, Alex Young. So, this is episode zero of the podcast, and essentially what I want to do with this episode is essentially just explain what it is, what I'm doing, and also explain the pictures that you guys are seeing. Hopefully, um, I think this is just going to go on YouTube for now. I don't have any of the other podcast outlets like Spotify and Apple Podcasts set up yet, but for those of you watching on YouTube, um, you can see the pictures of, uh, depending on also which video you're seeing, which I'm also going to explain. So, first and foremost... The Athletic Nerd. This podcast, I essentially wanted to start this podcast because first and foremost, I don't feel as if there are outlets for athletic nerds such as myself and hopefully some of the people watching um, to go towards. I don't feel as if there are people who talk about basketball and talk about like cross country or distance running or other sports like tennis and stuff like that who are also nerds who can talk about... um, NBA 2K, Apex Legends, Fortnite, Pokemon, um, also just nerdy nerd culture like Black Panther, um, the Avengers movie Endgame, that's coming out soon, um, music, lord knows if you guys learned anything about me in episode zero, it's that I love logic, I love them so much, so that was the reason why first and foremost I wanted to create it, to create this niche, and... For those of you who are a little put back by that, who are just like athletic people, who are just nerdy people, um, I also have podcasts for you guys as well. So let me explain. So the athletic nerd is the entire podcast. That is the like it in its entirety, right? However, there's also going to be there's going to be three versions in total, if you will. The athletic nerd. That's just the whole podcast. The athletic podcast. For those of you who just want to hear about athletic stuff that I talk about, and the nerd podcast, I might call it the nerdy podcast, the nerd podcast, let's just go with that, and that will just be for people who just want to hear about the nerdy stuff that I talk about, so if you're not all about athletics, or if you're not all about nerdy stuff, and you just want to hear one or the other, you can also watch that, so in total, there's three different versions, the athletic nerd, in its entirety, the athletic podcast, that's just me talking about athletic stuff and the nerd podcast, me just talking about nerdy stuff. So yeah, that's actually pretty much it. That's it in its entirety. Um, before we get it started, um, I'm going to start talking about uh, athletics first and then I will continue on to nerdy stuff later. But um, before we get started, if you guys want to keep updates, I'm still not sure yet how I'm going to go about structuring um, the podcast like... Um, structuring when I'm going to be uploading. I think for right now, I'm just going to go for just Saturdays. Um, also, oh, also just to add on to that, um, plan on having guests, stuff like that later on, uh, during the podcast, uh, run, but for right now, I'm just going to run it by myself the first couple episodes, two or three, but I'm hoping and planning to have other guests on the show as well. Um, who those guests are still up in the air, but, um, yeah, I'm planning on releasing them every Saturday for now. That is my hope, and um, I still have school, I still have sports and stuff like that, so of course, I need to balance it with that and make sure I'm getting good grades and, you know, focusing on sports as well, but I'm planning, the goal is to have them on Saturday. Um, if you ever want to have a chat with me, uh, personally, YouTube isn't the best source. If you want to uh, have a one-on-one with me or just, like, talk about what I talked about in the podcast, you can go to my Instagram and you can go to my Twitter. 
Alexander or Alex Young Media. It's going to be in the description of this video as well. It's Alex Young Media. So um, I believe that's all I wanted to get um, out of the way. So first and foremost, let's start with the athletic section. So if you're watching the entirety of it of the podcast, the Athletic Nerd, or if you're just watching the Athletic. If you're watching the Athletic Nerd podcast, um, to the left of the screen, you can see uh, the blue side, which has uh, four pictures. Picture of Donovan Mitchell, LaMelo Ball, Caitlin Tui, um, that's bottom left, and Trey Young. So I'm going to go left to right to explain why I chose these four people to represent um, the, the podcast, if you will. So... Let's go, before we even start that, um, just for clarification, just in case you guys don't know who any of these people are, um, all the men in the photo are uh, basketball players. The female is um, track runner, cross country runner. So I, I think that would be a good place to start, just how I started um, the love of these sports. So I started playing basketball. Like third grade, fourth grade, it wasn't anything serious. It was like a grade school team, you know what I mean? Uh, Fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh, eighth eighth grade. Um, By the time I got to high school, it was actually before high school, it was eighth grade. My friend invited me over, and this actually ties into the nerdy part of the section. My friend invites me over to my house, and he's like, hey, you know, um, I have this game. And I'm like, what's this game called? He's like, NBA 2K. And I'm like, man, I don't like basketball. I don't like sports, man. I just want to like talk about Pokemon and stuff like that. He's like, no, no, you got to try, you got to try. And I'm like, no, man. He's like, no, you have to try it. So, you know, he eventually convinces me and we start playing basketball, uh, playing 2K. And the first game I actually remember was NBA 2K14, um, the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. I was playing as the Boston Celtics and my friend had LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Boston was giving me the work. And after that, I fell in love with it. It was the fact that basketball was... I, I'd played basketball for so long, but um, it wasn't until that moment until I realized when I was introduced to it in a video game manner that I said to myself, I like this. I want to keep doing this. So as I was going home, uh, my dad picked me up from my friend's house. He was just like, hello, you had a good time? You had a good time? And he was like, yeah. Um, I, I believe no, this was on Halloween. Yes, this was on Halloween day, actually. I remember this specifically because I was go- coming home and I said to my brother who was in the car, he was like, oh, you know, uh, do we have any NBA games? He was like, oh, you like NBA games now? Because he was like a very sports, uh, pro sports kind of guy. He was like, oh, you like NBA now? It's like, and I said, yeah, yeah. And at the time we had the 360, uh, throwing it back a little bit. And he said, okay, well, you know, we have a copy of NBA 2K13 in the basement. I said, all right, cool, let's go, let's go. Um, And I started playing NBA 2K13. And that one was actually the one uh, with, I think it was uh, musically produced by Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just a really fun time. So fast forward a little bit, you know, I start playing NBA 2K13 and I get to high school. And I try out for the basketball team. First day, you know, I don't get cut. Second day, I get cut. And I was just like... Wow, man. At that time, I wasn't super athletic. I wasn't, I didn't know how to eat right. You know what I mean? I was a little bit overweight. I think I was like 182, 183 at the time. Um, I'll explain to you like how I, like I actually eventually lost all that weight. But at that time, you know, I was a little bit uh, slower than most kids. You know what I mean? Um, Played power forward, 5'11". You know what I mean? So I had the height. It's just that I wasn't 
adept because I had just started learning how to play the game. You know what I'm saying? Like grade school isn't really the best way to learn. Grade school basketball isn't the best way to learn basketball. Maybe AAU high school basketball is a little bit better, but to learn how to play the game right, uh, grade school, you know, that might not be the best option. So I go in and yeah, I get cut. And then the coach before I leave says to me, Hey, you know, we might have another position for you. Um, I'll keep in touch with you. And I was like, all right, all right, whatever. Um, I was very infectious. I like something also you guys will uh, get to know from me. Um, I'm very composed and I'm like talking well right now. However, I'm a, at times I can like be, be a very loud and infectious person. Like I know it doesn't sound like it now because like I'm presenting myself in a manner that says, oh no, he can't be like that. But, um, I can be loud at times, especially when I'm playing video games or playing basketball. But um, the reason like I compose myself so well right now is because I know people won't take me seriously if I'm loud and off the walls. So I have to present myself in a manner that says, oh, OK, uh, you yeah, know, I can understand what he's saying. You know, he's saying it in a right way. And then, you know, a little bit later down the line, they're willing to accept that part of me that's like, you know, very loud, affectious. Kevin Garnett, I compare myself to a lot, not in skill, but um, just like energy. I suppose that'd be the best way to put it. So just imagine like, imagine Kevin Garnett without the skills, um, just playing, you know what I'm saying? So he was just, the coach saw that in me and I was just very down in the dumps. You know what I mean? The next, the, the day home when I was coming home, I was crying. So it's like, wow, I got cut. And it was one of the first times in my life where I just got punched in the gut and I needed that punch in the gut. Um, because it made me understand I need to work harder and harder. So two days later go by and the coach calls me into his office and he says, Hey, you know, heard you got cut from the team. Um, this was a different coach. So there was the freshman coach who told me he, he might have another spot for me, but the varsity coach calls me in and he says, Hey, you know, heard you got cut, you know, sorry about that, but we do have a spot as a manager if you want. And I said, really? He was like, yeah, sure. Do you want it? I said, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so I walk out, he, uh, gives me like a warm up. He gives me a couple of warm ups and jackets and, uh, sweatpants. And I said, all right, you know, cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is great. And during that season, um, I was just grinding as hard as I could. I learned how to play basketball the right way. Um, I was at that time, I didn't know how to score yet. Um, even at this time, I recently fixed my shot, but I'm going ahead of myself, but I was a very defensive oriented, like pick and roll defense, talkative, Richard Jefferson, Kevin Garnett type of guy who just gets rebounds, plays defense, isn't really that big of a score. So that's who I was on the court. But I appreciated that so much from my, from the freshman coach, even giving me the opportunity to play basketball because I had no idea what I was doing. And even though I didn't play, you know, well, actually I lied, um, I did actually, I was able to play three games. Um, one of the games, we were playing one of like the lower teams in our conference. And my coach said to me, you know, okay, you know, uh, one of the guys got moved up to JV. And he said, all right, Alex, you're in. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, get your shoes on. At that time, uh, I actually remember I had the Kyrie twos. Um, red flaming hot Kyrie twos was a great time. Um, so like, I was basically in for the entire game. And I was just getting boards and rebounds playing myself. But coach was like, you need to make a shot. I said, really, man? So coach calls my play, uh, calls a play for me three times. 
The first time I get fouled, I brick both of my free throws. It was bad. The second time I missed the shot, it was off. Uh, my jump shot at the time was not the prettiest. Let's just put it that way. And the third time, it was a double screen coming off the screen and roll. And I remember it was a catch and shoot. I got the ball at like the top of the key near the free throw line. I take the shot. I make it. And it was a two. And I remember um, specifically... Me doing the Swaggy P, Nick Young, three-point goggle sign. Um, and looking back on it, it was actually kind of funny, but I was just so excited. I was yelling. I was going crazy. Everyone was, like, feeding off of my energy on the team, and it was a good time. But, um, yeah, man, and I scored the bucket. But um, that was that was kind of like, and then I played a couple more games, but that was kind of um, my story as far as basketball goes and how I got into it. Um, My sophomore year, I was kind of, I, I realized that I was a very people-oriented person. I said to myself, oh, okay, a lot of the kids either didn't, weren't going to play basketball this year, we're going up to varsity instead of JV, and we're doing all this stuff, and I was just really down in the dumps because I said, oh my gosh, you know, this team that I played with freshman year wasn't going to play with me sophomore year. So I was like really down in the dumps, and I also had two C's while I was playing basketball at the time, and for me, like, that is a, like, I think A's and B's is, like, a normal amount, like, every kid should have that, obviously, that's not the case, but I think grades are important, um, in life, so, to an extent, obviously, obviously, um, the education system has its flaws, but that's a story for another day, I, you know, for me, personally, if, uh, what you guys should know is that, you know, A, like, grades are somewhat important for me, you know, A's and B's, that's important, so, with those factors in mind, my grades slipped during that season, um, I uh, played football during the fall, and I hated it. Um, was not a good football player. I played linebacker. I just I wasn't that good, you know what I'm saying? It also had to do I wasn't in shape yet, but it was just a very physical sport. Um, and it's a different – you have to have a different kind of mentality to play that sport, so I just said it wasn't for me. But I played basketball. I wanted to play volleyball, but then I said to myself, hey, um, I can't. And, like, I can't do volleyball and have good grades at the same time. So, I decided not to play volleyball. Uh, this was all my freshman. Now, fast forward back to sophomore year. I decide, hey, I can't play basketball. The fall of my sophomore year, I actually decide I, um, to run cross country. And one of the reasons was that, um, just to tie it into video games a little bit, I played a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, growing up, I played Sonic Generations, uh, I had both the copies on the 3DS and the Xbox 360, and, um, yeah, I just, I played a lot of that, and I wanted to be fast, you know what I'm saying? Um, I grew up thinking, you know, being fast is so cool, da 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 da, da all this stuff, and I said to myself, I want to be fast. So, I ran cross-country my, uh, sophomore year. And it turned out to be one of the greatest decisions of my life, just to tie it on to now distance running. Um, distance running, for those of you who don't know, encompasses cross-country and track. Um, so my sophomore year, I start running cross-country. And as again, sorry, jump back and forth between this. As I was thinking about not playing basketball anymore, I said to myself, I can run track though. So my sophomore year, I start running indoor track. Um, so I did that. I wanted to try out volleyball my sophomore year as well. I did that. Um, but yeah, I thought it wasn't for me, but I'm glad that I decided to do it. My junior and senior year, um, currently a senior right now, but my junior year and senior year, I ran 
like distance consistently. And one of the things for me for distance running, um, as I was getting ready to talk about uh, what I wanted to talk about for the podcast, I was looking around in Instagram and comparing it, comparing distance running to basketball and just conversations. And I said to myself, it is really hard to talk about distance running because one, it's not a team oriented sport. Cross country is, but generally running isn't. So that's hard because it's hard for people to relate. Secondly, um, it's, it's a very introverted sport. Even tennis, I think it's easier to talk about, um, than distance running because at least you're playing with someone else. It's a very you're you're battling yourself. You're not you're not playing basketball where it's a one v one or it's a five v five or it's a fast break three v two and there's people in front of you. And you need to get by them. No, it's a battle within yourself to say how fast and how much am I willing to push myself to get faster. So that is also something I think in American culture, not even in American culture in general, people just don't like to feel pain. People see LeBron James uh, dunk a basketball. They see Kobe Bryant take a fadeaway, or they see Russell Westbrook like take a Euro step and then dunk it, and they say, "Oh, you know, I want to be like that." But then you see cross country runners or distance runners, and you see them running, and you say, "Well, yeah, I can do that. I can run." And then you try it, and then it's really hard and difficult. But and then they don't want to do it again. So it's. It's easy, and then also just to add on to that, like, the culture, there's a bigger culture in basketball than there is in, like, distance running. Like, there's no league of distance runners in America. It's just, like, the Olympics. So, it's just very hard to, like, even talk about it because, A, like, nothing's really happening, you know what I mean? If the NBA didn't have a league, then it would be hard to talk about basketball too because you wouldn't be able to talk about D'Angelo Russell, you know, like playing the net, the 76ers. You wouldn't be able to talk about all this stuff. So it's very hard to talk about distance running. But I wanted to talk about this story again before. I, I'm at 18 minutes right now and I didn't think I was going to be able to talk for this long, but um, I did it, so this is great. Um, but before we talk about the photos... My sophomore year, you know, I ran cross country, I ran in our track, play volleyball. My junior year, I run, and for the longest time, and I and I think you know, I have like a month left before I graduate, and I don't, and I think this is gonna be the same case. I have never been able, I've never been on a varsity team ever in um my time in high school. So I and the reason, like, part of that is because you know. Like my the way I was brought up, I didn't know how to diet right. I didn't know how to eat right. I was probably eating McDonald's three times a week. It was it was just bad, you know what I mean? And that wasn't anyone else's fault except my own. And you know just how I was brought up in uh, life. Um, I don't put that on my parents at all. I put that on myself for just you know not knowing. So my sophomore year and junior year, I'm just eating literally bad stuff. You know I'm still running. But I'm not lifting. I'm not doing any of the stuff I'm doing now. Into my senior year, however, um, after I finished my cross-country season, um, this was in 2018, I had a friend talk to me and he said, you know, Alex, um, I said to him, you know, I want to be in shape. I need to be faster. You know what I mean? It's been like three years now and I don't understand what's going on. And he says to me, you need to lose weight 
if you're going to do this. He was, uh, my friend's actually a wrestler, uh, one of the captains. He said, I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to do this, you need to lose weight. And him telling me that really like put things in perspective and said to myself, and that made me think to myself, wow, you know, like, yeah, I need to do this. So, um, it was just like, a, it was like a snap moment, if you will. Like I realized, oh, okay. You know, I've been doing this wrong. You know, we got to do this, you know? So into my, um, in the winter season for indoor track, I start eating right. Um, this was around December. I started doing the plan that he gave me in December and this was like mid December, right? So January, at the end of January, right, after running consistently, doing the dieting plan, I lose 10 pounds. In the next month, I lose another 10 pounds. It's February. And into March, I said to myself, oh, okay, you know, I can stop losing weight. And I just started lifting and eating, right? And right now it's um, April 16th, 2019, and I weigh 164 pounds. So um, if... That just kind of shows you the transformation, and it also helped me fall in love with um, distance running. If you guys remember, like if I go back, uh, I said I'm a very people-oriented person. However, the idea of keeping track of myself and saying to myself, in order for you to be um, healthy, you need to follow these guidelines, that really pushed like the introverted part of me a little bit. I'm a very extroverted person, but that gave me like a reason. I'm not an introvert. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm not an introvert. So I didn't really have a reason to like focus on myself. But after someone told me, you know, you need to do this. And I realized that this is like a rule. It's like a law, if you will, like in my head, like you need to eat right. It kind of gave me the motivation to do it. And when I graduate high school, you know, it's not like a short term thing. It's like, oh no, you know, when I finish high school, I'm going to go back to what like I'm doing. I hope not, hopefully not. Like obviously anything can happen, but I have the motivation and the reason, um, to do what it is that I'm doing right now. So yeah. Also my mouth is extremely dry. Sorry to, um, just cut myself off there, but <laughs> I need to make sure I drink water when I'm doing this podcast. So uh, yeah. Um, distance and also for those of you who are wondering my events I do all three events especially this year after I started eating right um I realize I'm good in all three events but personally my favorite event is the two mile my best event is the one mile and for competition purposes like if you need me to score points in a meet the 800 is the way to go although I hate the 800 the most but I'm actually pretty decent at it but uh, yeah, that's um, that's my history in sports, if you will. I'm at, I'm at 22 minutes. I didn't think I was gonna talk for this long, but yeah, this is this is great. Um, so let's talk about the photos before I uh, lose track. Top left, Donovan Mitchell. Two K. Let's let's throw it back to 2K18. I'm bringing some nerdy stuff in here. Um, I was playing NBA 2K my team, and Donovan Mitchell had recently just finished the dunk contest, won the dunk contest, beat Larry Nance Jr., and just had an incredible night. 2K drops this diamond Donovan Mitchell card, and it was going like for, I lowballed it on on the market, on the auction house, and I got it. 
And I had a blast with this card. It was just incredible, just dunking on everybody, and it was a great time. So that's one of the reasons why I have Donovan Mitchell on here, because that 2K card was incredible. Um, secondly, for those of you who, don't, who didn't know, I was an OKC fan of Russell Westbrook. So obviously, you guys could imagine I was very infuriated when I found out that... Um, Kevin Durant left, but what made me, like, jump to the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell, like, um, not necessarily, I guess you could call it bandwagoning for now, but, um, I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna like Golden State, I'm gonna like the 76ers, it just, like, the combination of Russell Westbrook being beaten by the Utah Jazz and the rookie Donovan Mitchell and people exposing Russell Westbrook uh, for padding stats just made me realize like I, I I'm not I can't be a fan of someone whose goal isn't necessarily to win it's to pad his stats first although like uh, like you know what I'm saying Russell Westbrook is a beast 100% he's one of the greatest players in the league right now but I can't I realized to myself I cannot be a fan of someone who just is padding stats first and isn't winning but um those are the two reasons why I have Donovan Mitchell on there. NBA 2K um, and, you know, the playoff series between Utah and the OKC last year. LaMelo Ball. So the reason I have LaMelo Ball on here out of all people, especially considering what is happening with Big Baller brand right now, is one. And this is like, genu I'm genuinely serious when I say this. He and I are the same age. That is one. I just, I feel as if like being tied to someone who's the same age as you, who's great, makes you want to feel as if you have expectations to live up to and to say, you also need to be great. Secondly, um, secondly, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It was something tied to along the lines of just like his swagger as a, it's more of a millennial thing, if anything. Um, uh, it's a swagger that he cares about himself. The Odell Beckham haircut, if you're looking at it right now. The Chino Hills jersey. I had his jersey in NBA 2K18 uh, for my career on the park. I used to walk around like so, like, oh, look at me. I have the LaMelo Ball jersey. I have the haircut. And he's just like an icon, for especially for millennials growing up today. And obviously, this like stuff happens with LiAngelo and his brothers and his dad. But at the end of the day, man, he's probably going to go to the NBA and he's just an icon. Nine, 92 points in a high school game, pulling up from the logo. The man is just special. And being 18 years old, um, as being the same age as that guy, man, I, I hope nothing but the best for him. He's, he's just going to do big things. Number three, um, bottom left, Caitlin Tui. Distance runner, cross-country runner, track runner, record holder, the list goes on. This girl is a junior in high school, um, goes to school in New York, still a high school student. And I haven't, I, I wanted to put a female on here because I feel like it's important. Um, but the reason I, don't, I didn't have two is because Caitlin Tui is, is genuinely someone that I see and I say, I respect the heck out of you. Because as a as a first of all, as a female, you're already put at a disadvantage in life because obviously, like it is what it is, unfortunately. But men are gonna look at you differently. It's gonna be a little bit harder for you in life, um, and it just it it is what it is. It's unfortunate, you know. Um, 
you know, workplaces aren't 50-50 when it comes to, like, gender diversity, and, it, and it's unfortunate. Um, with her, she's genuinely one of the people that I look to and say, you're dominant. And it, it's, this, that might not be a good way to explain it, but, like, um, Skylar Diggins, I believe, WNBA player, the great player, I don't, I don't look up to, I, I guess, look, obviously she's younger than me and stuff like that, but I don't look up to her. I don't like, because these are just people at the end of the day, but like, she, she doesn't have the wow factor for me, you know what I'm saying? Um, like female actresses, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, there's not that wow factor like, oh my gosh, it's LeBron James. Oh my gosh, it's Kevin Durant. For Kaylin too, she just gives me that wow, like wow, it's crazy. Like this girl's breaking records in high school, you know, holds some of that like high school records right now as a junior and is probably going to break it again next year. And especially as a runner, I understand what like, I have a basic understanding of what type of work she's had to go through to in order to achieve what she's achieved. And it's just crazy to me what this girl has just been doing. And if you're, if you've never heard of her, please look up a, if you know anything about distance running, look up a, a highlight video of her. It's just crazy. Her just breaking records, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy, man. And I just have such a respect for her and what she's doing. And she definitely deserves a spot on, um, just the thumbnail hundred percent. Lastly, Trey Young, number 11. The Atlanta Hawks, the rookie sensation, the man who's competing against Luka Doncic for the rookie of the year. The accolades go on. Another like example of a person I played in 2K, he was incredible. But also at the same time, um, to bring it back to my basketball um, life, the guy does what I want to do. Um... Again, right now, I'm currently still running. Um, I think I'm going to be running a couple of marathons after I graduate. Uh, half marathons, 13 miles, if you guys were uh, wondering how much a half marathon is. But I'm currently not at the point to where I can um, play basketball right now. I'm still skinny. I don't have enough muscle yet. I'm in shape for cross-country running and distance running, but I'm not in shape for basketball. But um, I, uh, during my break, I had a one month break in between indoor track and outdoor track. And I actually picked up basketball a little bit again, started playing and worked on my shot and had a couple of my friends who, uh, who were teammates of mine when I was a freshman and who played varsity basketball for my high school and fixed my jumper. And my jumper is, <laughs> it's slick to say nonetheless, you know what I mean? Um, if you leave me open, I'm a, I'm a dangerous, I'm a dangerous man to leave open to say nonetheless, but, um, Part of what helped me to fix my jumper a little bit, um, I haven't been playing a lot, so if I played right now, I'd probably be pretty bad. Probably have to go rely on my handles. Um, personally, I think I'm a dribbling, I'm a playmaker, and I'm a layup guy. I use my height and my speed and my like, uh, tactfulness to my advantage. But during that one month period, I was looking at Trey Young's jumper, and it finally clicked for me. The the issue I had with my jumper was that I used to hang in the air for too long and then shoot. I looked at Trey Young and he just immediately released it. And when he released it, it looked as if he was just shooting right away. But he'd be at his like highest point. So like 
it's a little bit mathematical. So like you're supposed to shoot at the highest point. If, if for those of you who play 2K, green release, if you will. You shoot at the highest point, you get the green release. You know what I mean? So I wasn't getting my green release. I wasn't shooting at the right point. And I would shoot the ball at my lowest ball I was coming down. So my body would be moving all over the place because the power from the momentum of jumping wasn't carrying into the ball. So by watching him, I was able to fix my jump shot. And also at the same time, so I have a respect for him there. Also, at the same time, I the guy is just incredible. Um, Back in NBA 2K18, I used to play as a playmaker first, sharpshooter second. He did what I would do in 2K. I have never seen, not, not Steve Nash, not Stephen Curry. I've never seen someone be able to go on the pick and roll or pick and pop and just do whatever. Floaters, three-point shots. Um alley-oops, assists, all the stuff I used to do in 2K, he would do. And it was just incredible to me that this kid could do what I would do. And I just have such a respect for him, and I owe a lot to him. And it's just, you know, I, I just have a lot of respect for the guy. So, yeah, um, those are the three things that have helped me. Or not help. Uh, for those are the four reasons why I have those guys and girl as uh, photos for the athletic podcast. So at this point, I'm going to be switching over to the nerd podcast. For those of you who are just watching the athletic podcast, thank you so much for watching. Again, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alex Young Media. No caps, all one word. Thanks so much and have a good day. For those of you who are still with me. Um, we're now with the Nerd Podcast, and for those of you who are just watching the Nerd Podcast, thank you so much. Um, I'm your host, Alex Young, and today we're talking about the four... Well, before that, let's just talk about how I got into the nerd culture, if you will. So, back when I was um, three years old, four years old, and I still have this console, during Christmas time, my father bought me my first console. It was actually for my sister because he was like a very technical... He, he thought technology was fascinating and he saw a lot of potential with it. So he didn't really mess with it, but he thought it was the way of the future. This was around um, 2004, 2003, 2004... Uh, or no, 2000 and... I want to say six. 2006, I want to say. And... Because I, I would have been about five years old at that time. My father buys us a PlayStation 2. And for me, he buys me the game WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. Dear God, <laughs> this game was my childhood. This was the first game I ever played. And it just did it for me. I remember playing with John Cena, Rey Mysterio, Carlito, um, Triple H. Randy Orton and all these guys and I would watch WWE and I would come home and from school or after watching it or before WWE came on, I would play WWE SmackDown versus Raw and it was just a fun time, man. And that pretty much was my gateway into video games. After that, my father bought me a Game Boy Advance. I still have it. It was a Game Boy Advance SP with a Spongebob cover on it. And I still have that to this day. And came with a Spongebob game. I wasn't too crazy about that one. Um, 
I remember there was another Hot Wheels game. I was in Hot Wheels when I was a kid. Um, had a Hot Wheels game. But the first game that really did it for me, I was about like seven or eight years old, if my mind serves me right, was Pokemon Fire Red. This game did it for me. Um, I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't explain to you how much of an effect this had on my life. Just a very pixel, 2D pixelated game, as you guys are familiar, you can look at the bottom left. Um, a little bit more, um, not as crisp graphics as you can see right over there um, on the screen, but it, it didn't really matter to me what the graphics were. It was the fact that these creatures that are called Pokemon, that there were so many of them and that it was simple to play, it was easy to play, and... It was just something about it, man, that just made... It was just the it factor. And I said, I love this game. Carry it down to a couple of... Like, two years later, I... My dad put me on the swim team. And, like, the you know, like a YMCA swim team. You know what I mean? Um, and Pokemon Diamond comes out. Diamond and Pearl. And I'm like, wow, dad, can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get it? He's like, yeah, sure, I got you. Gets me a DS. Gets me Pokemon Diamond. And that, excuse me, ah, man, excuse me, sorry about that, um, Pokemon Diamond did for me, it did what Pokemon Fire Red did for me, it like inspired me and showed me all these creatures in this new world and let me do what I want as a Pokemon trainer and took it to the next level because other people had Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and I could trade with them and I could battle with them and... That, for me, did it. It was... That, for me, was the first moment in my life, other than playing WWE SmackDown vs. Raw with my uh, cousins and my brother and sister, um, made me say to myself, this makes me happy. Talking with people is what makes me happy. Being around other people is what makes me happy. And it made me, it just, it was the first real time where I could relate with other people and have a good time and do what I loved and played Pokemon. And it was great, great time. So I re I have fun. I think I, the first copy I got was a copy of Pearl because they didn't have platinum at the time. Later down the line, I buy a copy of Diamond and then, oh no, 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 I buy Pearl. Then when Platinum comes out, I buy a copy of Platinum. Never finished that game because I couldn't get through the distortion world. Um, that's like one of the final levels in the game. Um, I, I replay Platinum when I'm like 12, 13 years old. Or no, I replay, I get Diamond and I finish it. And then when I was 16 years old, I get a copy of Platinum and then I finish it. I still have that copy to this day. Um, I think I restarted it two times, so like I'm on my third team right now, and I'm still playing it to this day. So, Pokemon was a huge factor in my life, simply because of the fact that like it links me with other people, and it showed me that what other people can provide, and how you can have a good time with them. After that, I obviously I talk about 2K, for those of you who are uh, interested, I talked about in the Athletic Podcast... For those of you who are not watching this podcast in its entirety, I talk about 2K and how that experience showed me, th that brought me into basketball. So if you guys want to go and check that out, 
For those of you who are just watching the Nerd Podcast, just go to the Athletic Podcast and watch the first couple of minutes or so. Um, what was I talking about? So 2K, yep, I already talked about 2K. Another game that really had a big impact in my life, uh, Need for Speed, big game that had a big impact in my life. Brought me. I already talked about Hot Wheels and how that had a somewhat of a factor in my life. But like Need for Speed, uh, Most Wanted, that game, wonderful, wonderful game. I had friends. I had a friend who would play that with me all the time. He had the DLC. I didn't. I would play with a Chevy. Chevrolet Camaro and a Lexus LFA. Those were my two favorite cars. That was a great time. Need for Speed Rivals, if that if it serves me correct, the game with um you can play as the cop or you can play as the just the getaway driver, the driver, the reckless driver, if you will. That game was also great. Had a good time. I remember um for that game for Rivals, you had the option to download the app. And you could mess around and like mess people up that you didn't even know, or you could mess around with people you did know, or you could help them, and it would level up your character. So you could either help or um, hurt people in the app. So I thought that was a great feature. It was actually pretty funny. Um, I'd be driving with my friend, and I would activate the EMS. Um, that was like the electrical electrical ma- magnetic something, and it would basically just like make your car go out of control and he was like Alex what are you doing so yeah man you know you gotta you gotta watch yourself and then he would do the EMS on me and it would just be a fun time um Need for Speed had a big impact in my life what else um GTA 5 I I don't feel like I need to talk about GTA 5 if for those of you who are sitting under a rock for the past five or six years GTA 5 is just a, is a rated M for mature game where you can essentially do whatever you want in this big, um, I forgot what the term is, open world game. And, you know, obviously you have pistols, you have guns, you have cars, you can fly. And it was just, it's just one of the greatest games of all time. Not because of just um, its content, but what the freedom that it gives the players. And it's one of the greatest games in all, of all time, in my opinion. Um, GTA 5, I suppose I should talk about Apex Legends for a little bit, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, that's one of the photos that we have. For other nerd culture, I suppose, uh, music would be a good segue into this. Logic, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, the list goes on. I'm a big fan of, like, the hip-hop scene and culture. But I just want to talk about Logic for a little bit. Um, I'll talk about him later because also he has a photo in the thing, um, in the thumbnail as well. So I'll talk about him a little bit later. But you should just know that I love Logic. Listen to every single album, even the one that he didn't release, Psychological, Young Broken Infamous, Young Sinatra 1 through 3, Under Pressure, The Incredible True Story, Bobby Tarantino, Bobby Tarantino 2... Everybody, um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, I think that's his next project that's going to be releasing soon, and Supermarket, although I have not finished Supermarket yet, I'm still reading the book as I listen to the track, I'm like halfway done the book, it's a good read, and um, Literature, Paper Town, Scott Pilgrim, dear lord, I love Scott Pilgrim, The not only the movie, but also the comic book as well, love that. 
what else? As far as nerdy culture goes, I'm trying to think. Movies, love Spider-Man, and I love... Uh, I forget. Uh, yeah, I just, I just really love Spider-Man. I love that guy. So, without further ado, we're going to talk about the four photos. I'm a little bit tired right now. This is like my first time doing like the podcast like this. I'm really glad that this is going as far as it is because I didn't think I was going to be able to record for this long. I'm at 40 minutes um, for the entirety. But um, it's just a really... Good that like it's good that I'm doing this, but it's also very tiring at the same time. So I'm gonna need to get used to this. So I'm gonna try and obviously I'm not gonna take any shortcuts, but I want to make sure that you guys get the best content out of me. So I'm gonna try and drill this and get the point across. Top left, Apex Legends, the Wraith, my favorite character. The hitboxes are good on her. With a wingman, she's almost unstoppable. The get-out-of-jail-free card that she has with her L1, her passive that allows her to hear the voices in her head that tell her, oh, someone's shooting at you is also great. And her um, ultimate with the portals is just great. You can go on my Instagram um, or Twitter. Typically, Instagram, if you're looking for Apex um, clips. I should probably upload some more like video clips. I'll probably get on that, but... um. Sorry, what was I going to say? Um, Apex Legends clips. I talk about on Instagram. I'm sorry. On Instagram, at Alex Young Media. Alex Young Media, all one word. No underscores, no caps. Um, I do a lot of... I just put out a lot of Apex content. Um, as far as like what like my career highs, kills. And also put out some memes every now and then on there as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm just a big fan of Apex Legends right now. And I think it's great. Donovan Mitchell, NBA 2K. Again, I talked about NBA 2K a little bit earlier on my athletic podcast. Uh, For those of you who are not watching the podcast in its entirety, I would definitely check that out. I talk about um, Donovan Mitchell and his impact on, you know, my life and also Trey Young as well. Yeah, I just love NBA 2K. It's brought me a lot of friends and a lot of connections and I wouldn't be able to say I have as many friends as I have without NBA 2K. Uh, right here, I believe this is Pokemon Platinum. I'm not sure. I believe it is, though. It's a it's a clip of Pokemon Platinum. And again, as I t- said before, Pokemon showed me that I'm a people person and that I just have a lot of connect. Like, I'm able to talk with other people. And that's my skill. So, yeah. Logic. I'm going to spend quite a few minutes on Logic because I he's had a big impact on my life. Um... Logic, Sir Robert Bryson Hall II or third, I believe it's the second, aka Bobby Hall, had a huge impact on my life. I think the first Logic song I ever listened to was gang related. Um, I didn't think it was that good. I was like, ah, you know, get down and lay down, hit you with the brother, you better stay down, switch off the playground. I was like, ah. Listen to the second time, get down and lay down, hit you with the brother, you better stay down, switch off the playground. I'm like, okay. Third time, I'm like, get down and lay down, hit you with the bread, you better stay down, so you're the playground, and I'm like, okay, I like this, I like this. So, that was the first Logic song I ever listened to, and we go on, we go on a little bit later down the line, and I was listening to the final track on the self-titled The Incredible True Story, the album, 
Okay, the album's name is The Incredible True Story. The final track on the album is the album's name, The Incredible True Story. That's what I was trying to say. And there's a final, the final, um, one of the final parts of the song, when there's like two minutes or 1.30 left in the track, Alan Watts essentially says, do what you love because you may grow old and die and wither and you'll say, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. I'm paraphrasing here, obviously. But also at the same time, there's a someone in this world that loves everything. So you will never be alone because as long as there's, because there's always one person who likes everything, quite literally everything. So you will always find people who are interested in what you're doing. And to quote him, I believe, better off to have a short life doing what it is that what you love versus having a long life where you're doing what you hate. Um, paraphrasing, that wasn't the exact quote, but that line had a big impact on my life. And it made me realize I have the capability of doing anything with time and practice, obviously. But it made me change my mindset and say to myself, Alex, you can do whatever it is that you want to as long as you put your mind to it and you have patience and you have grit and it's consistent. So I started, you know, doing like a couple of uh, YouTube channels. The first one I did was like, it was like 10 or 12 years old. I deleted that one. I had another one where I was um, 16, uh, my sophomore year, I started it. And then I um, retired at the end of my, at the beginning of my senior year, because I just said to myself, you know, I'm not having fun anymore. And I'm not being taken as seriously as I should be because I was just, um, as again, as I told you guys earlier, for those of you who were listening to the athletic podcast, or it might've been in the intro as well, I forget, but just, I talked to you guys as a composed individual who's just like not off the walls bouncy, but on the internet, you are exposed and at that, you are exposed and at the end of the day, whatever it is, is whatever it is. It will show you who you are. So I was presenting myself in a way that people were like, oh, I'm not going to take this guy seriously. He's a clown. So that experience really made me realize that, hey, you know, you know, you need to compose yourself in a different manner or people won't take you seriously. So I did that. I retired. I deleted that YouTube channel. I kept all the videos that I made and I made one and this is my third um, attempt and hopefully my last one. Um, at trying to just do what I love and be happy and try not to have a nine to five job where I hate doing what I'm, what I'm doing and just try it. And if not, I'll keep doing the podcast for like five or 10 years and 15 years and still have a job and still do that. But I'm going to give it a shot and we'll see how it goes. But without logic, excuse me, I wouldn't have been able to have the motivation and to have the heart to say, Alex, you can do this because him putting that Alan Watts quote in there and me listening to it over and over and over and over and over again really gave me the motivation to say, I can do whatever I want as long as I'm consistent and I grind and I try as hard as I can. And it just made me realize that. So yeah, and I'm just a logic stand in general. I'm literally wearing the everybody hoodie um, that I bought. Um, when he went on tour and I saw that, uh, that's actually also a fun fact. That is also the only concert I've ever been to was the everybody tour. After that, it wasn't just for me. A lot of people were like smoking and doing all this other stuff. And that's just not for me. 
um, drinking alcohol, and I was just, you know, that's, you know, that's just not for me. Um, and I didn't want to surround myself with that. But if Logic ever said to me, hey, you know, Alex Young, you know, I like I like your stuff. You want to come on the stage? I'd be like, heck yeah. You know I mean, that'd be crazy. That'd be cool. And yeah, you know what I mean? That'd be dope if Logic just DM'd me tomorrow and said, yo, you know, you want to, you want to come on stage? I'd be like, heck yeah. Um, I, I don't, I might go again this year to see his concert, but I'm still up in the air about it. I don't know. Cause it's, it was, I, I had a good time listening to it and listening to, um, excuse me, what he was saying and what he was rapping and doing his, um, routine, but it was just the cigarettes, man, and doing it and people drinking and vaping and it just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't in the best place to appreciate what he was saying. But I might go again, but top, before I end this off, because I'm at 52 minutes, top five Logic tracks, or Logic albums, slash mixtapes. Number one, The Incredible True Story. Number two, that's tough. Honestly, this is going to be a hot take, but I'm a big fan of Supermarket and what I've heard so far. So if you told me, hey, you know, you're going to be locked in a room for like two years and you can pick two i'd pick the incredible true story first and then i would pick supermarket second number three young sinatra the second no, young sinatra two bobby Taren. Ooh, oh nah. yeah, no yeah no i'll put supermarket over young well no i i changed that the incredible true story young sinatra two undeniable that's tough. I put myself in a bind. Um, Young Sinatra 2. Let me just take Supermarket off there. I'll, I'll, we'll see. I might put it on number five. <sighs> Under Pressure. Bobby Tarantino. The first one. And... I'll put Supermarket on there for number five. So yeah, The Incredible True Story, Young Sinatra 2, Undeniable, Under Pressure, um, Bobby Tarantino, the first one, and Supermarket are my top five Logic tracks. So yeah, I think, you know what? We're going to just end it off with that. Um, if you sat through the whole thing, thank you so much. I appreciate you a lot. I hope you guys can stick around and follow me on my journey as I just talk about life and talk about athletics and talk about nerdy stuff as well. And if you like just the athletic stuff too, I appreciate you for coming by. And if you just like the nerdy stuff as well, thank you so much um, for uh, taking a listen. Whether you're in the car, whether you're at home, whether you're in the library, you know, getting your education, whether you're on the run listening to me, thank you so much. Um, and I appreciate it. For right now, if you want to stay updated with me, it's on my Instagram and on my Twitter Alex Young Media. I'll also put a link in the description as well. If you want to stay updated with the podcast as well, please also hit that subscribe button. It would mean a lot to me. Um, keep you guys posted on when I'll be uploading next. But other than that, thank you so much. Hope you guys have a fantastic day and take it easy.